Alright guys, welcome to episode 15! Yeah, we made it 15 episodes with Most Valuable Dad. Today's episode is going to be just a little bit different because I've got to get some shit done. I can't just sit in my driveway or sit in my garage for an hour and talk to y'all. I gotta go to the grocery store and I gotta go buy a new hitch because somebody stole mine off the back of my truck. So, you guys are riding with Chad today. Alright, what was I thinking about that I wanted to talk to you guys on today's episode? First off, I hope all of you guys are having great parenting experiences. Moms, dads, you're killing it. As long as your kid is alive and they're smiling at you, you're doing great. Um, our kid literally changing a hundred times. I know we talked about all this last episode. We were doing a million things. You know, we went from, we went from swaddled to the Merlin suit. And then we went from the bassinet to the crib. Well, now we're out of the Merlin suit and we're into just a sleep sack. So we're doing a normal sleep sack. So luckily the transition has been easy. She's been sleeping great. So uh, prepare yourself for that. Um, I think as long as you have a good uh, ground rule set, good standard set for your baby as far as sleeping, that it's just gonna work out. Uh, our kids sleep training, which means we're allowing her to cry to sleep. And that, I mean, honestly, we get her in there and she'll start crying like she loses her pacifier or something. We honestly don't even have to go back in there because by the time by the time frame that we get you know that we get all this from taking care of babies which i stand by 100 percent but uh, one of the biggest things that kills me is like trying to keep your kid warm at night so my house is built in the 70s the windows are a little fucked they're kind of old so you know we got the house set at 70 but for some reason our room and the baby's room our room is fucking 67 and then her room's like 60 fucking three so we're like cranking the heat up um and i'm like and she's cold because it's crazy you know it's like these sleep sacks they got their hands out so it's like everything's protected except for your hands i'm a person i don't want to sleep with my hands out i don't want my hands covered up when my hands warm that's where all you're gonna lose all your heat but like last night it got really cold in there and we have a little electric heater we didn't run it in there all night. Don't get me wrong. That's fucking crazy. Because uh, I didn't want to burn it down. You know, it's like the only room that catches on fire is the one my baby in. She burns alive. Dead. Okay. That's me. I'm that parent finding every scenario that's going to kill my child. But uh, we did put it in there while we were awake uh, just to warm the room up. I know that one thing that one of the things that we did, if you ever have this issue, like, you know, trying to keep your house warm but for some reason maybe your baby's just a little bit colder than you need uh one idea which my wife gave to me put her into uh the footies you know just double them up or find her a thick one i know that we have a bunch of those sleep gowns which cover the arms and then the legs and they're just like blankets but those are pretty thick so i thought about putting one of those over a footie so that's another idea you guys could think about just saying just possibility um, but yeah, so that's, that's a big issue we've been dealing with, trying to keep the kid warm at night and, you know, not sweat ourselves out of the motherfucking room. Uh, secondly, 
Uh, just a just a fucking quick heads up, you know. I mean, good news. Kids' clothing is just like ours. Like literally, every size is different. You get three months in this and three months in that, and they're not all the same. Like my baby literally wears sixty nine in one, and then she wears three in another, and then she's got this and that. So, if your baby doesn't fit into an outfit, don't necessarily throw all the outfits that are that size. Maybe that brand, yeah, but a different brand. No. So check that. Just a little heads up. Something you're not thinking of. Because even I was like, you know, she doesn't fit in this. Alright, I'm just going to start flinging all the same. Everything that says three months, I'm flinging out. But it's like, there's three month outfits still fit. Some of them stretch better. I'm cool with that. I'm literally pushing the limits on everything. So that's just where we're at with that. A big bugaboo for me. Not a bugaboo, but a big thing for me that I've been trying to, me and, me and the wife have been trying to figure out is like diapers. Like transitioning from one to the next. Like with newborns, it was just, it was pretty easy, I guess. I don't know. Honestly, I just came home one day and Rachel was like, we're putting her in, in ones now. And I'm like, cool, that's awesome. And we literally, I think we ran out of newborns. So it was just like perfectly set up. Well, now we're in ones. And I know a lot of, like, there's a few couples that have kids that are close to the same age as us. My sister being one, another friend, they have a kid that's, like, literally 14 days older. Like, it's just right there. And they're all, like, in twos. And I'm like, I I mean, I cool, whatever. I'm not arguing that. I'm just like, how do you know? Like, when, like, I, I'm like, all right, my baby still fits in one. And, like, we have a big baby, but... She fits in ones. And I mean, for me, I'm like, we have a whole tote of ones. Yeah, we can give them to somebody, but, you know, having a kid behind us, but I'm trying to take full advantage of this. Honestly, I'm not going to be surprised. We're going to the doctor's appointment in a couple days. We're going to get in there, and the doctor's going to be like, dude, this girl should be in threes. I'm going to be like, okay. But, hey, dude. Honestly, one person said, you know, as long as they're not blowing out of the diaper, my baby's not blowing out. She blows out, but not all the time. But that kid can poop, right? And I love her. Um, another thing that really is just like, it's just inside my head mentally. I don't know how you other dads feel about this. But it's like, you know that you're that baby's daddy. And you love that baby to death. But like, do you feel... Do you feel like a dad? Like, honestly, I don't feel like a dad. Like, I know I'm her dad, and she looks at me like I'm her dad. But really, I just feel like a paid servant, like, taking care of the, the princess until she's of age to take over the world or whatever. I don't know. But it, I, I feel like it's the same thing, like, um, I don't know if you guys were, when you were younger, you know, you're, like, in your 20s, and you look at these people that are 30s, 40s, 50s, you're, like, they're adults. Like, eventually, I'm going to mold into that. And you're just going to feel it one day. Like, one day, you're just going to be looking at it, and you're going to be like, boom, I'm an adult. But I'm 30, I'm almost 32. I'll be 32 next week, and it's like, I don't know. I used to look at 32-year-olds, and I thought they were a lot more mature than me. Maybe, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm mature. But, like, as far as living my life, I don't feel like an adult. I don't know if other people feel that way, but I have that same feeling when it comes to Olivia. Like, it's like, I know I'm your dad, but it's like, I don't quite feel it. I know what it's like, all right, we're running around, she's saying dad, we're going to do stuff. 
We got the kid, we're out and about. I mean, one thing is she looks nothing like me. I'm a full-fledged ginger. My wife is 20% Italian, but she looks Italian, like she's got dark hair. Not completely pale, but I'm not gonna give her tan because if she hears this, she'll just bury me. But our baby looks exactly like her. Looks like I wasn't even involved. I talked about getting DNA testing, not because I think my wife cheated on me, but I think because she might be a worm and that she impregnated herself because she did ask me one day would you still love me if I was a worm which I smartly said no because if my wife turns into a worm what the hell oh just eat her swallow her down the throat then we'll be done but yeah so don't feel bad if you don't I don't know if it's like I don't want to say it's like a postpartum. You know, like, you know, some moms, they like kind of get distant from their kid. They start to feel different. But I don't know. I just don't feel like I know I'm her dad. And it's not like I'm sad about it. It's just, I don't know. It's the same thing as when I become an adult. I thought one day somebody's going to walk up to my house. They're going to hand me the plaque. says, Chad, you're now an adult. People look at you. Younger people look at you and they see an adult. But I don't think that's the case. Probably because I'm not an adult. I'm still a child. In my mind. Um, but. So that's what that is. There, And that's where we're at. Living that life. Um, other news. I do want to make a statement. Okay. I don't want to get. Out of here. I don't want to get too full-fledged. This is non-political. This is non-towards anything. I just want to say for all parents. There's going to be a lot of stuff out there, a lot of information, a lot of scary things. And all I ask, I don't have, I don't care what choices you make, just just do the research yourself. And make sure you're doing legitimate research. Like I could literally find a website to support any idea I come up with. Does it make it right? No. Because everybody out there and their brother's writing a freaking blog or they got a website. They're calling themselves legit. But it's not that way. Okay? And don't scare yourself. I know moms, they get into reading things and you just get down these rabbit holes. And I totally understand it because, I mean, I myself am just like, you know, I'm that parent where it's like my kid's going to die. Something's going to, the worst is going to happen. And I'm just like, she's going to die. But what I would say is, you know, if you read things, friends say things, they share articles with you, make sure that these things are backed up by research, legitimate research. And do it yourself. Read the articles. If you want to believe your friends, that's fine. I don't care. Do what you wish. But I will say, before you get scared, before you start, you know, if you were to say, I'm not going to use that method because of this, that, or the other, don't bash other people, first of all. It's all about raising your own kid. People are going to do things differently, even in life, without parenting. Stop worrying about other people's shit. Just worry about your own life. But just, just do your research. That's all I ask. Because you're going to get a lot of information, man. You're going to get a lot of people out there saying, Oh, you need to do this. Don't do that. And then they'll say, This website said that you shouldn't. This wife said that This website said that you should. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. But it doesn't mean that all these websites are legitimate. Well, because somebody said it doesn't make it law. It doesn't make it fact. Like, you got to back up the research. And you got to make sure that there's a correlation between the numbers. Like, let's just... 
Just take a moment, okay? Just take a deep breath. Just do a little bit of reading. Dads, big time. Moms are already, I don't know what it is, like, I feel like every woman that I've seen go from just being a woman to becoming that first-time parent, like, it's just amazing, and it shouldn't be undervalued how they just, they just click. Like, as soon as they're, all right, I'm pregnant, they go into a mode where, like, they just have been ready for this, even if they haven't. My wife swore off kids, swore off getting married, all of that. But when she became pregnant, I mean, boom, mom mode. Like, she prepared so well. She basically just, like, she's always been well prepared, and she just treated it like any other situation, which was solid. And she just, she went into preparation, and she was really good. And I might have drugged my ass because, honestly, dads were just like, all right, we got to get this shit done before the baby comes. Sometimes maybe we don't think that it's like, all right, need to get this done so then we can have it ready for this like it's almost like steps like if it was up to us dads would be like all right literally all right look at all this this is a week's worth of work okay the baby's due when all right a couple weeks before i'll go into you know beast mode and knock it out but the problem is you can't really do everything at once you kind of got to do it in steps like my wife our baby was doing december and we had to have the freaking we had to have the nursery done in august did i procrastinate fuck yeah i did I was like, no, nah, you don't need to sing in August for a baby coming to December. Even if she comes pre-meets, October, come on. But it was like, damn. But guess what? The reason she wanted it done in August because we had our first uh, baby shower in August. So she was like, well, I want to have this done so we have a place to put all these gifts. Now, I was rushing around that weekend and my wife spitefully painted the room. And, you know, I might look like a jackass. But guess what? got it done and thank god for my wife for doing that because i mean the next day we had a shit ton of stuff coming and we had to have places to put it and it's like okay you could throw it in there while you're working on it but it's like all right this thing's done now we can just start organizing and we did as we got more stuff as we went to each baby shower we just kept putting stuff in there it's like hey we're running out of space let's put some shelves over here all right so it was like we had that base down and we had it set so i'm like if you, the moms get on the dad's asses, if, all right, if, mom, if your wife has a significant other, whatever, if they're on your ass to get shit done, just do it. First of all, just do it to do it to get them off your ass. Because, I mean, do you really want your wife on your ass? But second of all, they've probably got a plan. They look crazy, but they're not. They're running this show. They know what they're doing. I don't know what it is. It's like some DNA imprint. Like, it just clicks as soon as they become pregnant. They just, man, they know, they, they're, they're boom. They're like, I know. All right, bye, 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 bye. And they already have a bunch of women that they're friends with, work with, whatever, that are probably moms, so they just got all these ideas. But, like, dads, what you need to do is you need to be researching because your moms, like, moms are going to be coming, they're getting hit at all sides. Like, dads, like, you're just hanging out with the guys. They're like, hey, Austin, you're having a kid. Let's get fucked up or whatever. Moms, you know, there's people coming at them. They're like, oh, you're having a baby. Oh, you should do this. You should do that. You should do da, 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 da. And, then your, and then your wife, see every other, they're coming home and they're starting to freak out. Like, oh, my gosh, this is overwhelming. It's like, oh, this is going to kill my baby. So then you start getting nervous about certain things. And then this, that, and the other. Dude, it's just, it's literally an obstacle that you're just going to have to do. Raising a child, they're going to give you all the tools you need. Toys, 
products, everything. You're just gonna have to, you're, you're gonna do this on your own. You can use, like there's gonna be people helping you. We, there's gonna be different programs that you can use, but you're gonna have to find what works for you guys, you know? Like, and that's why I say, when I'm gonna tell people, like if people come to me and they're like, they're pregnant, and I want to give them tips. I want to be like, hey, this is something that worked for us. You should try it. I'm not saying it will work for you. Because more often than not, it's like, ah, you got to do it this way. It's just fucking, ah, 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 in your face, man. It's intense. So, dads, work on relaxing your wives. All right? They're pregnant. They're getting a lot of information. There's a lot going on up in their head and their body. So, just fucking... Sorry, driving. This is so we're working in both ways. You hear a large crash, I just killed somebody. Or died myself, whichever. But yeah, okay. Next subject, I had it and. Oh, did I lose it? Shit. Nah, I'm just kidding with you. So, alright, so we're talking about getting everything done. The next thing I want to talk about, which I was talking about earlier, I said I was going to talk about with Nate. He's got stuff going on. And I was thinking about this because life's getting hectic for me. It really is. And I want to say that parenting isn't hard and being an adult isn't hard. But when you put them together, it gets challenging. And it's not for the fact of uh, tasks. It's all about time. Like, there's not enough time in the day to do stuff anyways. Before you had a kid, you were always like, man, I need more time. Now throw a kid in it where they're on their schedule that usually doesn't match up with yours and it's like, alright, you're working in these increments trying to figure out what like what you can get done. But basically, like you just have to, you gotta figure it out. And there's gonna be sacrifices. Like You just, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like, it's like, I've been trying to go to the gym five days a week and then go to work and then come home and relax, but I can't relax and eat. Things gotta get done. Wife needs help around the house, cleaning stuff up. We still gotta keep our lives together, you know? So it's like, alright, do I, do I choose to continue working out in the morning and coming home? Because then my sacrifice would probably be relaxing. Like, I wouldn't be relaxing as much because I'd come home and then I'd have to clean a little bit and move on. Now I could get a little bit of relaxation. Sometimes I like to really just hunker down and do nothing. So then I've kind of changed up my schedule a little bit where uh, I am working out in the morning. Some mornings, other mornings not. I've kind of sped my uh, workout up a little bit more. Not spending as much time in the gym so that I can have more time. I get a little bit more downtime in the morning while the baby's still sleeping, you know, to eat my breakfast, kind of um, mentally prepare for the day ahead. But I want, like, you can honestly, like, if you want to, you can do everything you want. But I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have to be on a fucking strict schedule. Or not, whichever. I'm just saying. Kids, they require a lot of attention. So it's like, you basically, you kind of got to have yourself on a schedule, but that schedule has to be extremely flexible. Like, it's like, alright, boom, 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 boom. Now, for you people working like 8 to 5s, working like hourly jobs, I work an hourly job, but I work construction. So, like, mine kind of flavors with the weather, and I also work with my dad, so it's kind of a little bit more lenient. Like, 
you know, it's like, all right, between jobs, we're gonna have a day off here, a day off there. So it's like, it's kind of chill. But like, you guys that are doing this, like eight to five probably would be easier because like, all right, you know. But what I'm saying is, you're gonna have to schedule things. I know we talk about schedule with the baby, but you yourself might have to schedule. If you don't have a schedule before, you might need one now. And I mean, I'm talking about scheduling little fucking things. Like you're having a schedule to, uh, to sweep. Here's 20 minutes of cleaning while she naps, while he naps. Or to eat shit, you know? Sometimes it's hard to eat. Honestly, what I will say, all right, guys, so in the beginning, baby requires a lot of attention the fact that all right you're laying them down to play well they're not really doing stuff like you gotta like wave things in their face and blah, 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 blah. you gotta keep them you gotta keep them attentive and you gotta keep them entertained but then as it moves on like now our baby's four months and dude it's crazy like so uh her grandma my mother-in-law she comes over tuesday wednesday every week and watches her she's like every time she comes over she's like oh my gosh she's just changed 100 percent i'm like i agree like literally they're just changing so much like you'll notice it but you won't like you won't notice it as it's happening but then all of a sudden you're just like damn like now my baby at four months is kind of she's a lot better about entertaining herself like we put her in the play gym with toys and she's playing and we're still there but sometimes you know it's like we can step away and do some other things keeping an eye on her or she has her little uh thing where she like i don't know those little walkers like she can sit in it and stuff some shit down in it so she like fits in and then there's a bunch of toys around the edge she she'll just sit there and she'll focus she's focused on that and she's using her hands she's playing with shit so that makes it easier honestly for me parenting is getting easier as we go along in the beginning it's like a shit show because i mean it's the reason i started this podcast like they used to do like, I don't know, they do like Lamaze classes or whatever on how to like birth your baby. The most instruction, the most, the most I've ever learned in any situation was the lactation specialist who came in after our baby was born. I don't remember her name, God bless her. I mean, literally, she taught us everything because that's all everything is revolved around is eating, sleeping, and shitting in the beginning. So it's just like, this woman is a genius. And then we've just kind of evolved from there. Like, you know, it's like, all right, we know that when she's awake, she needs to be entertained. You gotta have them doing stuff. You gotta tire them out. Imagine yourself, you're awake, but you're not doing anything. You may not get tired. Or they might. Some babies sleep a lot. Some babies, some babies are chill. Some babies need a lot of physical activity. Some babies just need to, they like, they just relax. And it, I mean, you just gotta find out what works for your kid. So, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, they're gonna take a lot. And it's like, you might have to make some sacrifices in the beginning. I think everybody knows that. I don't think, like, I think what you don't really realize is, like, alright, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna start scheduling things for dumb shit. Like, I gotta schedule to clean my house. Are you kidding me? Now, I will say, it's like, alright, if you don't make it, like, it's like sometimes it's good to have schedules because then you're like all right i'm gonna get this done i'm gonna be able to do this and it's like oh i've set aside 20 minutes right here to do a little cleaning 
And if you do like 20 minutes, you're like, all right, I'm gonna do 20 minutes of cleaning mm -hmm. right here. Then you're not like overwhelming yourself. Like, oh shit, I gotta clean the entire house. Do a little there, do a little there. Da -da -da -da. The baby just kind of helps you balance your life out to where you're not like, um, you're not just fucking, are you gonna speed up, dude? Like, fuck, I gotta stop. You're gonna fucking turn here. Okay, I'll just go to the stop sign. Mm -hmm. I'll see you on the back end. My bad, people. Fucking idiots driving. It's just my life. Where the fuck was I at? Uh, yeah. The schedule. Simple stuff. Another thing that I was thinking about, and this is future stuff, because I think, you know, that podcast, we gotta talk about. We gotta talk about future stuff as well as. going on now like we got to prepare ourselves like what is going to happen are we going you know it's like what am I gonna do like you gotta you gotta prepare yourself like what kind of dad are you gonna be because I'm always thinking you know it's like all right like you're thinking today like all right what kind of discipline are we running you know how am I gonna discipline my child you gotta do the kind of more of game or you're gonna be like a you know spanky physical you gotta mix a little bit of both and I think about that all the day like man I'm gonna be able to paddle this cute little girl I'll be able to spank her bottom but in my mind I think you gotta have a little bit of both my biggest thing hear me out this is what I think okay I think the physical the physical pain helps don't abuse your children. Discipline them. Some people use discipline as an excuse. But, say, you know, one of the things I would think, like, I, my, my dad paddled me and stuff like that. Probably not enough. But I think one of the biggest things about being paddled is making sure you understand the situation. Like, yeah, you could just beat your kid and be like, ah, I'm going to beat you. And they're like, but why? Why did you beat me? Like, I get what I did wrong, but it's like, there's, there's like, no follow-up. You know, it's like, alright, what are we doing? How are we supposed to handle this situation? I'm a kid. I'm learning. So I would say that, you know, hey, alright, you're going to paddle your kid. Whatever. You're going to put them in timeout. Okay, cool. The biggest thing, make sure that we're explaining it to them what the reasoning behind it is. And maybe how... We're going to, you know, how we can help them handle the situation in a further situation. Handle it in a future, future circumstances. I think that that would be helpful. I think that the, having good, good communication, you know, being the father and being the friend, which is another thing that I really like to think about. But uh, I'm going to run into Rural King here real quick, boys and girls. And then I'll be right back. So you guys just hold on. Oh, hey there. I'm back. I know. You guys are like, how did he go into Rural King that fast? Just kidding. I stopped the recording. So that was pretty simple. Holy shit. My truck heater's on. All right. What were we talking about? We were talking about disciplining our kids. I have no clue what I'm talking about. No clue. I don't have a kid. 
I mean, I have kids, but like she's four months old. It's like, I don't have to discipline her right now because she's not doing anything. If she's doing something wrong, it's because I put her there. Yeah, that's just the, that's the situation at hand. But, um, yeah, so I mean, like, I'm looking at all these people, you know, I see how certain friends, you know, discipline their kids and do that. I'm like any other parent, or I'm like any other person. I'm like, my kids are not gonna be like, uh, like some parents have some little shits running around. Like, that kid needs a little ass whooping. I'm cool. I'm down for that. I'm like, beat your kid if they fuck up. If your kid fucking does something stupid, beat him. You're gonna know wrong for sure. I just don't know how well timeouts work out. It is what it is. I think some kids can benefit from it. Some kids understand the middle game. Where you're like, okay. I know some people there's like, there's like this little, uh, there's a little like uh, embarrassment. Like you're supposed to embarrass them a little bit when you're, uh, when you're, what is it, when you're punishing them. You want to like call them out in front of a crowd. So that they they feel the embarrassment and they don't want to be embarrassed again. But then it's like, well, do you, are you fucking with their uh, their like their self conscience? You can make a fucking turn, bitch. Sorry, I'm not someone you want to drive with. Very offensive and very rude. But uh, yeah, I'm more of a hands-on kind of dad, you know. Fuck up, boom, man. Back talk your mom or me just hand in the face. A little quickie. You know, you're like, oh shit. I didn't even see that coming. That fucking hurt. I don't want that to happen again. But I mean, I think that sometimes you could get into a situation where you're beating your kids and they don't really know why. Like, why the hell? Like it's like, okay, I did wrong, but what the fuck am I supposed to, how am I supposed to fix that? So I think the thing is you mold them together. You beat your kid, and then you explain not only why you beat them, but what we can do things differently the next time. You know? Sometimes it's just going to be like, listen, you know what you did. You were being stupid. But, oh, I apologize about the phone call. Who the fuck was somewhere from California? But, I'm willing to, like, take advice from people. Like, uh... Now, I've watched. I do take advice from other parents unknowingly. Like, I'm watching how you're raising your kids. Like, I see you guys with toddlers and even, like, you know, 10, 15. I see it with, you know, I see with people my age how their parents raised them. You know, what what they are now. Like, you can be like, okay, this kid's fucking 30 now. This is how he's acting. And if I'm close enough, I've probably seen how their parents have raised them and how they were treated. And it's just like, okay, maybe that's a thing. But then it's like, well, the kids aren't the same, so... Basically what I'm saying is it's all a fucking shit show and you're just thrown into it. Welcome to parenting. It's awesome. You fucking love it. Like It's like, you might do the right thing, but it could be wrong. And you could do the wrong thing and it might be right. And I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck? But it's awesome, man. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with uh, with beating your kids. I'm totally for it. Now I'm like, all right, sustainable beating. Let's not punch the shit. I don't think knocking your kid out is one thing. I think that, all right, a hand to the face every now and again. Uh, spankings for sure. 
Like, you don't want your kid just thinking that you're going to rear off and fucking backhand them every second. They're just, they're a little sketchy. You want, like, I'm more of a, I'm more of a discreet kind of beater. Like, hey, listen, you wait till we get home, and we're going to take care of it. My dad used to say that, you wait till we get home. That scared the shit out of me. I got real nervous. Didn't help me. But I think I was just a shit. I'm coming around. I think I'm getting my shit together slowly. But I'm figuring it out. But you guys are doing the same, man. Dad's out there. Mom's out there. You know, new kids. We're figuring it out. That's what we're here for. This is more of a community. I mean, you guys sit there and listen to me. I know I got my loyal followers. Each and that. I, really, I mean, I would love to listen to you guys. I need to get more people on. Start talking to them. Hear what they have to say. You know, maybe teach you some things. I love it when people are asking questions. Anything I can help from my experiences. No, I can't give you fucking scientific research. You're going to do that on your own. And I'm kind of lazy. But I can tell you, hey, this is what my kid did at this time. This is something we tried out. This is something we're doing. This is an option. It's just one kid. Damn it, right. For everybody, thank you, all my Facebook friends, for letting me fucking know that it snowed yesterday. I did not know it. That's the one thing I hate about fucking... I'm, I'm a very... Just a hateful person. I really am. I just don't want anybody to be happy. But it's more than anything, it's just like... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, it's snowing in April. Here's a picture. I'm like, fucking who cares, dude? It's gone. It's here. It's gone. Boom. Alright, now it's raining. Welcome to Indiana. Weather's always been like this. I don't think I could ever be surprised by Indiana weather. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm like, dude, it gets snow in the middle of summer. I don't give a shit. Sorry. Going off on a rant. My bad. Let's get back to parenting. One thing that I wrote down that I want to think about, I want to put in a dad, put it in dad's mind. When you're thinking about being a dad, you know, I wrote this, this is how I wrote it. Father versus friend. I see a lot of dads out there trying real hard to be friends to their kids and then their kids kind of they don't have that person to look up to you don't look up to your friends you look at them you know level okay but then it's like all right you don't want to be too much of a father because then you get down the road and it just gets kind of awkward like you don't even want to have talks with them you don't want to open up to them you don't go to them for those serious situations so i'm like I think I got this figured out. Like, I think we just need to blend it together. You know? I think it goes through phases. Like, right now, you're really being a friend. Like, my kid needs somebody to make them laugh. And, you know, just be stupid. <laughs> you know, just to entertain them. So, like, I would say I'm being more friendly. And I'm, I'm, I'm being a father, but I'm being that friend. And I think as they raise, you know, as they come up, even in their, you know, ah. I'm going to say six, seven, eight. There's a range where you're still being friends to them, you know? You're helping them do stuff. Like, they're learning how to ride a bike, and you're being kind to them. And you're supporting them like your friends do. Like, you're my friend. My friend just, we just beat the shit out of each other, but that's, that's a different thing. But then I think you get to a certain phase where you got to start becoming more of a father. And what I mean by that is you have to become more of a... Not, don't separate yourself from your kid. That's what you get into. But you gotta be like, you want your kid to look up to you. Like, okay. There's a respect. And there's not a fear. 
there's a little fear, just a little bit, a little bit of fear. But it's like your kid sees you as, okay, they're in charge. But I can still go to them, I can still go to them and talk to them, but they are in charge. Because I think sometimes, you know, you'd be like too much of a friend, you know, you're like, oh yeah, man, you're, you kids are 16, you guys can drink at my house as long as nobody drives, and I'm like, fuck that. Ain't doing that shit. Nobody drinking in our house at 16. I found out my kids drinking in anybody's house, and then parents are allowing it. We're gonna have some fucking words. By that, I'm gonna punch him in the face. But when it comes to father versus friend, think about it. Think about how you want to do this. You know, it's 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 crazy. You know, because even, like, this is pretty crazy. It's intense. But it's like, and then I think once they get older, and then you go back to that friend. Because you're more of a friend because they've started to learn their own ways. But, I mean, there's still going to be times when they come to you like, hey, dad, I mean, what's up? Like, hey, I'm about to be a dad. Could you teach me some stuff? But I think that there's a lot there. So think about it. Think about father versus friends. Think about how you're going to discipline your kids. And see how it works. I think that you could try different. Like, I don't know if I'll straight away start with, okay, I'm going to beat my daughter. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Because I feel like the first time I beat her, she ain't going to understand. I guess she's going to be like, what the fuck? And even when I try to talk to her about it, she's still going to be like, hmm. And maybe I think that, that that could evolve too with the father versus friend shit. You know, in the beginning, your kid's going to be super simple. They're going to be a little barbaric, a little fucking bullshit. Gonna be, they're just going to be these little demons. You know, they don't really know what's going on. They don't understand the atmosphere. They don't know what's going on. But they can react to straightforward. No. You know, a slap on the hand. No. A pat on the ass. No. You know? And then as you get you know, older, they start developing, and then they're like, but why, you know, and they're asking, so now you gotta, you gotta be more mental, you gotta start explaining it more, and then you gotta, you, you gotta figure it out, now granted, I'm spitting nothing but bullshit here, because my kid's four months, and this is the, this is all the experience I have with fatherhood, but I'm just saying, this is, I want to raise these questions for you as a dad, comes down to it, you know, eventually you're going to have to come into these things, and I want to get these things going in your head now, so where are you thinking about it, like, because once you get there, you don't want to, like, you don't want to be questioning your approach then, like, you want to be like, all right, this is where we're at, because then you got to talk to your wife, significant other, whatever the fuck you want to talk to, then you got to start talking to them, because you guys got to get on the same page, you know, you can't have one doing the other, I used to play my parents against them. against each other, you know, it, it hurt me a couple times, because I got caught, but other times it would work. I'd be like, ah, oh, you're playing against them. But I don't, I don't get the whole, you know, like, as long as your mom says it's okay, I'm cool, or, you know, I just don't give an answer and say ask your mom. I think everything should be approached as a team. Let's choose together. Listen, we're going to go talk about this. We'll come back to you with a decision as a team. Get on board with your, with your wife, you know. Because, I mean, you might have a wife right now that's just like, I am. I think that that's an opportunity. This is when you guys are going to have to sit down and really work.
work some shit out. There's gonna be some compromise on both sides. There better be some research. They better be like, hey, what if we tried this? What if we did this? What if it doesn't work? Then we can switch it up. That's the greatest thing about a kid. You own it. So, like, you know, trial and error. Trial and error. We're all trying to fucking figure it out. As long as you ain't killing the kid. Putting him in the hospital. Trial and error. Okay? Just give it a shot. Think about it. Questions. Last topic that I want to talk about. I've been thinking about for myself is, you know, uh, getting kind of lazy sometimes. You know, you start out fresh. It's a new thing. You know, parenting, you're like two months in and you're like being that dad, you know, where it's like trying to wake up and help her with everything and just be standing there and be supportive and it starts to get redundant. You start to get into your flow. Okay? And you might get a little lazy. I've caught myself. I've caught myself like, I'm going to take it easy. It's not so much parenting as it is. I'm like, I'm going to relax a little bit. But I'm not realizing my wife's sitting there trying to pick up the slack. If you got to sacrifice, don't sacrifice on parenting. You know, I get it if you want to go to the gym or you want to hang out with your friends. Or you have this hobby. Or you have that hobby. Motherfucker, that shit can wait. You can come back to it. But just don't sacrifice on parenting. Don't come up short there. Because, I mean, I've, and I've seen it. And I catch myself where it's like, alright, I put so much into all this. And I'm like, alright, where am I going to slack? And it's like, well, yeah, if I don't do that. And I let, you know, Rachel go kind of watch her tonight. And I'm just going to sit here and unwind. No. Alright, you may, that may, you know, work it out with your thing. Maybe one day you're on one and the other night she's on one. However it has to go. But I'm just saying, make sure that you're not getting into this thing where you're getting lazy and your significant other is picking up the slack unknowingly. Because like I said, the motherfucking moms, they're on a mission. They don't really care like they do care, Okay. They care what you're doing, but no matter what, they're gonna get they're gonna get shit done. They know what needs to be done, they're gonna get it done. Okay, but like we have to make sure that we have to hold ourselves accountable. Like all because you sit down and drink a beer and she's cooking dinner and doing the laundry and watching the kids and it's all good and fun, she got a smile on her face, that doesn't necessarily mean she's happy. You be happy if you're doing all these things and she's just chilling. Not necessarily. You just want a little team effort. You work together, you get things done quicker, you get to spend more time relaxing with each other. But I would say that just just keep your eye on it, you know. Don't get into your little pattern and kind of get lazy. Because if you're gonna get lazy, do it when your kids sleep. Don't do it forever, because there's shit that's got to be done other than being a parent. You're not just being a parent, you got to be an adult. Keep your house clean. Don't be a fucking dirtball. Alright? Get some food cooked. Don't be eating out every night, damn it. Don't fucking give up completely, because you're a parent now. You still got fucking responsibilities. So hold it together. But just keep yourself accountable. You're doing great. Ain't nothing wrong. You slip every now and again. 
but just just make sure that you check yourself before you wreck yourself because you know I mean then I was like all right I'm getting kind of this way and I'm being kind of a dick and it's just like what is this this ain't fun we need to be having fun you know we need to be a team we need to be giving our all we need to be giving as much we need to make it as 50-50 as possible that's just where I'm at. I think that's the I think that's the greatest thing. I think that that's how it works. If you're not working to be as much of a dad as she is a mom, then you done fucked up. You know, if you wasn't if you weren't ready for all these things, if things scare you about parenting, there's things that scare you scare you about parenting, like killing your baby. Alright. But certain situations like how am I gonna like oh fuck, I didn't know we had to do this or I didn't know how to do that. Like, I, I shouldn't say fear. I should say, like, unknowing. Like, you got to be prepared. There's going to be a lot of shit coming at you. You just got to be like, all right, be ready when you have a kid mentally and have the mindset that there's going to be a lot of shit thrown at you and there's going to be a lot of shit changing. Just be ready for that. And you're good to go. Take every day, man. Enjoy it. Soak it in. And just be like, all right, doing this fucking put that hat on step up to the plate hit one out of the park because you're the most valuable dad alright she's the most valuable mom you guys together are a fucking team because eventually it's going to be you versus that kid you're going to start learning how to play these fucking mind games you turn 12 remember you're like 12 you're like, like I said I was playing my parents against each other caught a lot, but sometimes it kind of work, you know, if they weren't talking, you know, they weren't on the same page, you know, get to go over to the friend's house, because one said yes, the other one said no, but I got away with it, you just got to remember, y'all got to be together, right now, it's you raising the kid, eventually it's going to be you versus the kid, so keep your eye on the ball, you're doing great, hold yourself accountable, prepare yourself for your future mentally, don't think about it too hard, just kind of think about it. If you want to research it, do some research. If you are doing research, like I said, make sure you're backing that shit up. Don't find one article that supports your opinion. Well, whatever people say, don't fuck it. Don't be, you know, media is crazy today. It's just, it went from, you know, news to opinion. So if you're finding stuff, you're looking at things when it comes to parenting, make sure you're doing your own research. Make sure you're finding legitimate sites anytime in life. Don't fucking bash other people for their methods. Do whatever works for you. Um, you know, just live your life. If you don't like it, who cares? Bitch about it to your wife. It's what I like to do. Me and my wife just sit there and complain about other people. That's what we do. But we move on with our lives. As opposed to jumping into it and trying to put on our own two cents. So the same thing with parenting and in life. Figure it out yourself. Don't care about others their opinion take it if they want it okay don't offer it must ask that's where I'm at be be aggressive be aggressive alright dad joke of the day then we're gonna move on with our lives how do you get a country girl's attention a tractor ha 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 why are elevator jokes so classic and good? <laughs>
They work on many levels. These are terrible, perfect dad jokes for you. Bring them back to me, man. If you got a good dad joke, drop it. Drop it in our page, man. Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Uh, I need to get better about trying to bring people on for interviews. It's getting hectic. Like I said, it's Wednesday afternoon. I'm driving around trying to figure out what I'm going to do with, you know, like I said, life gets crazy. Like, it was like, all right, I want to do the recording on Wednesday. But sometimes you just don't have an hour. And, like, I'm trying to find an hour. So this was the perfect time. I'm driving around, getting shit done. I'm running errands before I got to go home and take care of the kid. So, all right, guys. You're doing great. Have a great time parenting. We'll see you next week sometime. <laughs> I don't want to give you that exact day because I'm tired of doing that. It puts too much pressure on me. I got enough scheduled as my life. You know, this is just fun for me. I enjoy talking. I hope you enjoy listening. But, um, yeah. So, you know, just keep up. Keep looking on the page. I'll show you when we drop new stuff. You got questions, I'll give you answers. Or I'll find somebody that does know it. Uh, you want to come on. You want to talk about your story. You just want to shoot the shit with another dad. I'm cool. I'm totally open to start drinking while doing this show because it can only get better the more beers we have or shots, whatever. But, uh, yeah, have a great week. Happy, you know, most valuable dad. Happy parenting, moms, dad, everybody listening. Let's fucking kick ass. You're killing it, man. If your kid's alive and happy, you're fucking killing it. Don't be too hard on yourself. In the end, they're just going to end up like you anyways. <laughs> All right. We love you. Good night.